welcome to our brand new podcast. My name is Amelia. My name is Sherrick. And this is Amelia. And Sherrick, what are you doing? Where we do stuff. We do lots of stuff. We're going to talk about pretty much everything. If you haven't read the description of the podcast, I really don't know what to tell you at this point. That it talks about a lot about what this is going to be. And it also says absolutely nothing at the exact same time. It's Which is a, on brand. Mm-hmm, it's a wonder and a marvel. And I, and I uh, cannot thank you enough for putting up with this. And, <laughs> Uh, but in all seriousness, we're going to get caught discussing pop culture, TV, film, games, uh, and all sorts of things like that. Yep, exactly. And we're super awkward people, so sorry if it's super awkward. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that we've uh, got a super awkward audience ready to uh, strap in and put their seatbelts on, but then realize that they've somehow put it on incorrectly and then like be like, hold on, guys, we can't start the car yet. Hold on, I- I'm really sorry about this. It's just, and then they're like, "Oh wait, that's the wrong one." And it's like, "Oh, but you have mine." And now, uh, okay, uh, and now, okay, fine. I just want to talk about. I'm really sorry, you guys. Yep, um, that, that also seems on brand. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like exactly. it exactly. Um, so let's start with who the hell are we? <laughs> who, who the are hell we? are we? Mm-hmm. Um, so I went to college with Sherrick's wife yep um and that's how we know each other mm-hmm. and that's actually kind of how we got the name of the podcast also because in college people would say to me all the time Amelia what are you doing I don't even really remember how this started it just became like this weird joke that we would do all the time of people just like yeah coming up to me and saying Amelia what are you doing so yeah that's kind of how we got our name and yeah, we're going to tell you what we're doing and yes. who we are. And like Sherrick said, pop culture stuff. So yeah. which is the great love of my life. So yes, yes. So um, <laughs> as far as I am concerned, I am a Milwaukee actor, uh, video game player, uh, lover of Power Rangers baseball, uh, some anime here and there, video games. I already mentioned that one. Um, and yeah, so, uh, Amelia and I have like indirectly either like to ourselves or to each other have been kicking around the idea of doing a podcast. And finally we both put on our adult pants in 2020 and we're like, we're doing it. And so we've spent a little bit of time figuring out what we wanted to do. And that, that, uh, brings us to this exact moment in time where you are listening to this in your car or in the library with earbuds on, hopefully, because, you know, it's a bad idea and poor form to not do that. Um, Where you're listening to us record this lovely podcast for your ear holes and things (laughs) of that nature. Yes, Uh, please don't listen to this out loud in a public space. Yeah, that's... Not because of this, but because it is so rude and I hate it so much. (laughs) So that's one of the things we're doing. We're chastising you if you're listening to this in the public. So <laughs> don't, do not do that do without headphones that. on. It's, it's just not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I live in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, mm-hmm. And what else can I say about myself? Like you so beautifully did. Um, I watch TV pretty much exclusively in my free time. 
and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to make this real, real interesting. Yeah. We both like a lot of pop culture stuff, but very different things. So, mm -hmm. but we both make each other laugh. So I feel like that's yep. the important thing. And everyone um, says like, do something that you have fun doing because then we'll love listening to you do it. So this is what we're doing. So you better be enjoying it. Yep, exactly. Um, as far and as it gives me, us an excuse to talk to each other. This is true. This is very true. So, hey, Amelia, how was your, uh, tell, how was your week? <laughs> Uh, uh, let's just not talk about that so much. <laughs> um, work has been super busy mm -hmm. and it has made planning for this challenging, but also like a nice distraction. So, um, yeah, I work, um, in human resources in a small nonprofit and I love it, but I also find it very frustrating. Um, it is still work. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's basically my week. Um, how about you? Uh, it's It's been kind of an interesting whirlwind week. So, um, Tuesday, I was in Chicago um, shooting what is called an industrial, which is uh, for the uninitiated. It's like an internal video. So like any training videos or any sort of like internal commercials that a company would use. That's what this is uh, one of these are for. So like if you've seen like a like a bumbling guy who's like, oh, this person with my boss's name sent me a link and says click it urgently to because they they need $50. I'm definitely going to click that. Like I'm the, the guy that does that. And you're just like, who thinks of this stuff? It, it, well, it wasn't me, but I'm the one portraying it. Um, mm -hmm. So I did that. And then um, yesterday, which I'm not sure in the, in the time stream where this is going to fall, I appeared on a friend's podcast. It's called uh, We're Into It with Matt and Nicole. Um, so definitely check that out. A little plug for them because, you know, they were nice enough to let me plug this podcast on theirs. Um, I think theirs comes out around like Valentine's Day. So I think we might beat them to it. So Technically, we are plugging them first, as far as time <laughs> is concerned. Um, but um, in in a in a manner of of the Tuesday adventure to Chicago, I stumbled upon this thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, there is brisk half and half. I don't know if you are are uh, a drinker of the the Lipton brisk iced teas, but Not they really. they are uh, a joy of mine. Like Lipton brisk iced tea, like the sweetened like lemonade tea is just like I know it's probably just awful for you, but it's just <laughs> chef's kiss for me. Yes. Uh, so I was like loading up on like you know driving snacks because I wanted to make sure that I was you know staying awake and and engaged and stuff. And there is a brisk half and half iced tea and blueberry lemonade, and I was like, what an odd combination. That of flavors odd. but it is such fire uh i cannot recommend it enough if you were a fan of Lipton brisk iced tea in the slightest i would give it a shot um they're not paying me to say that but there it is maybe someday <laughs> maybe sunday but not today yeah but yeah um so i guess we should just start with the impetus as to like what we because because obviously some people who are like oh you're starting a podcast what is it about and i've kind of just been at least me I've been like, well, this is like the kind of thing we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, it, and uh, I will put it in the show notes or what have you. 
the link to this particular commercial. Uh, it's like the Doritos like insert logo here. I think is what the official thing is called. I don't know I think if it's we're gonna anti ad. Like, yeah, or something like that. There's like an anti ad. There's a sixty minute or sixty minutes, sixty second spot of it, and there's also like a shorter like you know for actual TV version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it straight up does not say the name Doritos, nor does the logo at any point actually show up in the in the commercial. Yeah, and it to me that shit is wild. <laughs> like, yeah, just just the arrogance of Doritos and Frito Lay to be like, you know what? We're so fucking popular. We don't even need to show our logo. You know what the fuck we're talking about? And that's and basically I- the whole commercial. <laughs> like the the voiceover is basically like that we are so iconic. We are so classic. Everybody knows us. We're mm-hmm. the original bodega snack like i think bodega snack is what they said yes and it's just like the audacity of it all is just like so incredible but at the same time like they show these bags with like just red and blue bags Mm -hmm. with nothing on them and you know exactly what it's for so they're not totally wrong true very very true but Um, yeah it's just like an assault of images at your face though because like you you have to watch this commercial because it's just so ridiculous of like just a guy wiping the Dorito dust on his white shirt, <laughs> which I know is a favorite of yours. It's and... my it's my favorite part in the whole commercial because he's like it's like a kid who's wearing like a straight up like blank white t-shirt and a gold chain for no ass reason. <laughs> And he just like looks around real quick and is like, I don't have anywhere to clean my hands off on my shirt's gonna do it. And yeah. he's like, he's looking around like, is anyone gonna catch me doing this? It's <laughs> like, no, but they're gonna see this all day on your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's like dudes farming corn and like, just, like <laughs> I don't know. There's just like so many images that are just like assaulting my eyeballs that I just can't Mm -hmm. handle it and yet it totally works because like I said a you know exactly what it's for Mm -hmm. and b it made me hungry for Doritos so (laughs) (laughs) and c like we're talking about it uh like we basically were like this will be the 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 propelling point of our podcast is talking about the wild ass commercial right because we just could not get over how ridiculous and just like mm-hmm. yeah i just i can't get over this commercial like wild is the only word i can think of wild to, yes. to really wild. truly explain it and yes. but yeah so that was kind of the launching point uh and then uh i kind of had the idea of being like well shit like you know one of the great American pastimes is, as as of this recording date, uh, is like right around the corner, and that's Super Bowl Sunday. Like we're, you know, literally less than a couple of days from it. And um, so I found a video of some of the like preview commercials, which is a fucking wild statement to to make in twenty twenty. Yes. yes. Uh, this was in my notes. <laughs> Um, just, uh, and I'm glad you, you did notes cause I like watched these, but I didn't like, I was just like, oh, this time code, this is a good commercial or this is a good one to talk about, but I did not keep notes. <laughs> so I'm glad you have notes so we can go, oh yeah, that's the one. Um, yes. but like, I, I, I was like, we should watch some of these, but it's like, if you go back, I'll say almost 30 years, cause I'm, I need to 
update myself somehow. There's there's no <laughs> there's there's no such thing as a preview commercial. Like you saw the Super Bowl commercials during the Super Bowl, but like the fact is like nowadays it's like it, we're in such a society that it's like oh no 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 we have to show you a commercial to get you hype for the commercial. Right, <laughs> like, I know. I was like, is, okay, I was like, is this about? our hype culture is Mm -hmm. this about pulling eyeballs because there's like so many there's so much content now that like to even get people excited about watching the commercials for the game you have to like give them a preview to get them to care Mm -hmm. like I just yeah I I found that really interesting and yeah Sherrick sent me this video of all these preview sneak peek commercials and it's 17 minutes long. And he's like, just watch some of it. And I, of course, good student that I am, watched the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like the, the wildest part about it is some of them are legit like, it's like nonsensical image. And then 220, 2020, like it's a fucking movie trailer. And it's like, we understand it's a Super Bowl commercial. Like, right. <laughs> see the rest right. of this commercial on 220, 2020. And it's like, can you right. fucking not? So, like, there's some of them that I just straight up skipped because it was just, like, I'm showing this picture of Chris Rock, like, or it's, like, a short video, and it's, like, these kids with, like, model, we're already diving into it, fuck it, but I think this is one of the ones that I skipped. Um, It's a video, and it's, like, these kids in, like, Central Park in New York, or just some park, uh, you know, I assume it's New York, because that's where Chris Rock would probably be hanging out, Um, and they're all struggling with, like, these model, like, space shuttles, and then Chris Rock has this blank ass smile on his face as they pan down to him. And he's holding like this like panel or something and a plunger in his hand that is depressed. And his rocket is slowly taking off like it's Apollo 13. <laughs> and it's just like 220, 2020. And I'm like, the fuck does this do? Like, what is this? But again, it's effective because now you're like, I want to know what the whole commercial is. I yeah, kind of, because it's like Chris yeah. Rock is the last person that I would think to be just like chilling in Central Park with a bunch of like, you know, all like pre-high school kids who are trying to shoot their like model rockets into the air. Right. So yeah, like it's a lot of them were like weird things or like a little snippet of what you assume is going to be a larger longer commercial because i mean that's the whole thing about super bowl commercials is that they're like crazy and expensive and you know all that stuff and so those ones that was just like we're just gonna throw something weird at you and then you're like well now i have to watch the game because i have to find out what this commercial is Mm -hmm. um whereas some of the commercials were just like regular ordinary serious commercials and i was like nobody cares about this just (laughs) uh you know what it makes me think of and i I love i love these and i hate them at the same time and they it's it's more it's more prevalent on twitter than it is anywhere else it's the fucking you have to click next 18 times to read this entire article and they like try and hook you in and it's like this lady opened her bag of uh, her bag of Doritos and you'll never guess what was inside and it's like almost always the, the there's this meme that gets used and it's a, it's a picture of the entire cast of Scooby-Doo and Fred <laughs> is like pointing and you, you're laughing because I'm hoping you know exactly which one I'm talking about yeah have you seen this meme okay they're po- like Fred is like pointing like just off off camera and it goes come on gang we ain't clicking that shit let's go to the comment section for clues <laughs> <And> it's so <laughs> fucking good <laughs> 
it's like you go to the comment section and someone has been like, oh yeah, this they just, they just screenshot it so you don't have to like, or they just right. say, here's yeah. here's what happened. There was a fucking right. like Dorito that was the, the wrong flavor in her bag. And it's right. like, I, I did not need to click next 27 right. times. Like, yes. Like, because it, it always starts off with like, Cheryl was just a common woman getting some Doritos. She <laughs> lived in Boulder, Colorado and worked at the 7-Eleven. She occasionally stole a Slurpee. Next. <laughs> One day, she decided she was going to get a dog. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what, what the fuck does the dog do have to do with the goddamn yeah. bag of Doritos? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So what's funny about that is, like, I'm pretty sure I know, like, what image you're talking about. But I don't think I've ever actually seen this meme um, of, like, we're not going to click next and we're oh. just going to look at the comments. But that makes it, like, so much better. And now I need to find this because... Oh, I have it for you. Once we're done, I'll it show It is you. hilarious. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. Um, like... Yeah, so I I saved it because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to this because you know that's yes. what I do nowadays is like there's there's fucking memes about saving memes it's just like <laughs> <laughs> just a thread full yes. of memes and there's one yes. just like don't mind me just came here to borrow some memes. Hi, <laughs> right. uh, we've gone wildly off topic, but that's gonna happen. That's so yeah. That's... Like, Eric, what are you doing? And just the podcast name has fulfilled itself. Um, yes, exactly. But yeah, so I, some highlights for me, which I, okay, you have to link this, we have to link this um, particular video in the show notes because, mm-hmm. like, people need to go see it. And yeah. this has, like, nothing to do with commercials or with the Super Bowl, but at the beginning of this stupid video, there's this fucking llama... <laughs> that like introduces this video to you and when Sherrick sent it to me it was like I'm sorry about the llama at the beginning (laughs) (laughs) and I'm watching this and the llama says something about being a lazily animated llama and I was like that that sounds like that sounds like the tagline for my life (laughs) a lazily animated lazily animated llama (laughs) um but yeah, so this starts out with, and here one thing that we definitely wanted to touch on is the death of Mr. Peanut. Yes. Um, iconic and just, you know, so, so, so sad that they have decided to kill off Mr. Peanut. But you have to see this commercial where they do it because, first of all, it's like they're driving around in a peanut mobile basically mm-hmm. and they what crash or drive off a cliff there's and... an armadillo in the road for just like all of a sudden i think it's um i don't remember who the other actor is but i'm pretty sure wesley snipes is in it with mr peanut and i believe they're eating peanuts in the peanut mobile correct of course they are yes and i was like mr peanut is just chill with this like he's like like all this like family <laughs> Or like hey, distant cousins, is yeah, just being so rude. Silly, and he's totally chill with it. Anyway, go on. Yes, and so then they crash, and Mr. Peanut and these other two guys are like hanging off a tree branch, and Mr. Peanut like sacrifices himself so that they can live, and it's just like so ridiculous. 
So and it's, sorry to interrupt. It's just like no. they so they slide off a cliff and there just happens to be a tree branch sticking off the cliff. And they're of like, course. oh cool. And then it starts to crack and they're like, we're too heavy. And then like Wesley Snipes is like, hey, uh other actor, you gotta you gotta let go. And the other actor is like, no, Wesley, you gotta let go. And then Mr. Peanut with his like slightly cracked monocle just like looks down and then looks at them. And of course he's like he doesn't speak. So like yeah. they like see him like doing that and they realize like what he's going to do and they go no not you and he just like salutes them and just lets go and like he doesn't have like a look on his face other than like a smile like it's like a drawn on uh-huh. smile so it's just like like it just looks like he's like I did it I fulfilled my life's purpose as he's like yes. and then he yes. lands and they go ah he's all right and then the, the peanut mobile explodes right okay so like I know I feel like I'm supposed to be sad for Mr. Peanut and that like this that whole thing is so cliche to just have somebody be like oh he's fine and then boom explodes yes but I still laughed my ass (laughs) when the peanut mobile exploded I was just like that is gold So uh, from from what I understand, because obviously like a ton of people are talking about this and, and rightfully so, like it's mm-hmm. it is a bold move by planters to just be like, hey, we're going to fucking kill our mascot. Uh, mm-hmm. Two things. Number one, they have changed his official Twitter account to the estate of Mr. Peanut. It okay, is now that's listed as that. Um, and two, apparently the Super Bowl commercial commercial is going to be his funeral. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that they have gone all in on this. And so, like, and, my, my first thought of it was this, like, like what's the what's the end game of this? And and I guess right. the end game is just to be wild as shit. Like, just, I guess. <laughs> I know. It makes me think, like, okay, so he's just going to be gone. So what are your commercials going to be now? But now I'm like, are we going to have, like, ghost Mr. Peanut? Are we going to have, like, zombie Mr. Peanut? Like, what's going to happen? I just, yeah, I don't really understand the end game, but I, I love the commitment. Mm-hmm. I, and... feel, I feel like the move to make now is that, like, in his will, like, both of those actors are going to have to, like, do Planters Nuts commercials and be, like just like for the rest of <laughs> the rest of their lives as they've been yep. they've just been consigned to doing it and they're just depressed and just really like we don't want to do this anymore we fucking miss him and just like do the fucking commercial <laughs> <laughs> yes he I, gave his life for you this is the least you can fucking do i really hope that's the case <laughs> but i just i love it i love it when brands commit to their social media as well so like changing his twitter to the estate of it's just oh just excellent just excellent yes exactly exactly um so what other commercials in this did you notice um oh like i said i i'm the lame one who didn't who didn't write down (laughs) notes so feel free to, to hit us with our notes and i'll give you my thoughts on them okay so two commercials that i like yeah just really felt the need to comment on one there was a bud commercial a budweiser commercial um, oh good yes like, yes i'm i think Alexa I know what and like like all the google home whatever i don't know all those Your smart like, speakers yeah talking to each other and um saying what's up 
as as per the like late 90s Budweiser commercials with the frogs saying what's up and as much as I wanted to fucking hate it nah my nostalgia loving ass was eating that shit up <laughs> I I'm I think I'm on the same boat as you because I wanted to be like who the fuck is this for because like there's like you know there's not that many people around that like were around, saw that Super Bowl, and 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 enjoyed that commercial. Like everyone uh-huh. knew what it was, but also like you know before memes, uh, you just like Im- you just imitated the shit poorly on the playground, you know that you saw no. on TV or what have you. Um, right. But then I was like, you know what? It's a it's a fucking masterstroke by Budweiser because the people who don't know what the fuck is going on are gonna be like what is this? And then they're going to have to go back and find an old-ass YouTube video of the original commercial. Uh-huh. And so it was like a commercial for themselves and that old-ass commercial. Yes, I it know. It was like a trailer. It was like, it was like a, a, just a, just a way deep-cut throwback to it. Yes. So great. And given how like much we are bringing things back and rebooting and reviving old things it just like it fit the moment perfectly mm-hmm. of saying like we're gonna remake this old commercial for today and you're either gonna go what the fuck is this and try to look it up or you're gonna be like oh it feels like 1999 again <laughs> <laughs> the simpler time simpler time Mm-hmm. now uh, to uh, be 13 again re- no. real quick aside because i i'm very curious to hear where, where's your where's your nostalgia draw the line at amelia what do you like, mean like you you brought up that um like a lot of stuff gets rebooted and stuff like give an example of some shit that you're just like nah could have stayed could have stayed in the past like anything that's come back recently oh gosh that's a great question um to me, it kind of depends on how they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... Um, I think... Mm, that's a really good question. Because um, uh, I'll let you, like, marinate on it. Because for me... So um, I have... Uh, I'm going to admit to something that potentially could be embarrassing, but it is what it is. I have seen Knives Out three times now. Uh-huh. Um, and with different people, because at first we saw it, and then I was like, "This is the greatest movie I have seen in a very long time." And so then, like, uh, I had a friend, a couple of friends, who were like, "We haven't seen it." And I was like, y- "You want to go? I'll go with you. I'll see it again." And so we went and saw it. And then um, I had another, like, a coworker and and a very close friend of mine uh, be like, "Well, I got nothing to do on a Saturday. I kind of want to see a movie." And I was like, "You want to see Knives Out?" And she was like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "Good." <laughs> but they showed a com- they showed a trailer for a movie that very quickly I was like, oh, I know what the fuck this movie is. And it's, they're rebooting Fantasy Island as a film. Oh, yeah. But it's going to be under the Blum, I think it's like, is it Blumhouse, I think? Uh, the, the Jordan Peele kind of like, oh yeah, um, banner of like those kind of horror films. Uh-huh. And to me, I was like, mm, you could have done this movie without the Fantasy Island call, call in. I would have been fine with it. I don't right. Know how I feel about it, but but yeah. and, and who knows? My feelings on that may change by the time that it comes out, which is going to be, I believe, on Valentine's Day, which was a weird like. Yeah. You know, 
uh, weird thing because like a bunch of the people that were in the theater were like, "That's a Valentine's Day movie," and that like you know had all the audience laughing because some random person was like, "That's a fucking Valentine's Day movie," and we all right. Were like, but yeah, you know, like I, I guess I haven't. I guess I haven't like. I don't know if I care about the old thing, then I tend to check out the new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, I haven't been super disappointed, I guess. Um, and I think, yeah, like I think it depends on whether it's like a reboot or like a continuation, because I think like we kind of keep using those words like re- reboot and revive and bring back and to mm-hmm. mean the same thing but they don't really like at all so mm-hmm. you know there's like um there's like rebooting jumanji and it has like nothing to do with the old movie really other than like it's a similar premise it's just been updated it's with different people different characters right and like so to me that kind of stuff can be really cool because um like it doesn't diminish the old thing. It's just like, we're going to think about this differently and do it in a different way. Um, and then there are like TV shows that are just like a continuation of an old TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's like a sequel show like Fuller House or Girl Meets World or whether it's like literally we're just going to do more seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm or Will and Grace or, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And I actually like... I don't have a problem with the concept so much as the execution. So, um, and I think I honestly, my biggest problem with the whole thing are the fucking assholes who are like, don't ruin the thing that I love or whatever. And it's like, why does it have, like, why does rebooting this or redoing it or making it different ruin the old thing? The old thing uh... still exists. It's still there. You don't need to watch the new thing, but also you could watch the new thing and judge it for yourself, but recognize that they're two separate things. Right. Yeah. I 100% agree with you on that. And it's like, you know, using, uh, because I am want to use, I will make a lot of references to this. Power Rangers is an example. Like 2017, they did a whole new Power Rangers film. They changed the look of pretty much everything brian cranston was zordon bill Hader was alpha five and it was kind of weird like and, and it's like to me so many people were like you've ruined power rangers and it's like you could just pretend that doesn't exist like if it's a thing that you don't like you can acknowledge that some people wanted it and some people didn't because obviously right. like a part of like the reboot culture the reimagining culture is like there's a demand for this beyond just we're, we're out of ideas you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it, the idea got legs somewhere. They were like, you know what? What if we just like redid a Power Rangers film? Mm-hmm. And somebody like enough people were like, that's a good fucking idea. Like, you know, to, to right. that thing. And so like, even though like I will go on record as, as saying that like I wasn't the biggest fan of it after I watched it. Like I was like, eh, I'll own it because I want to support the people. And I, like, if, if there are people that are out there that want more of this, then I don't want to like, you know, I mean, I, it's to me, it's like it's twenty bucks. Okay, fine, I'll own it because I may want to watch it again someday. And hey, it supports the actors and all that good shit. But like, to me, it's like okay, if I didn't like it, I can also go okay. Well, that's not for me, right. as opposed to like, this thing needs to be destroyed because I don't like it. You know? Right. 
And I mean, like, the classic, classic instance of this is Ghostbusters. That mm. when they remade Ghostbusters with ladies, fucking misogynists decided that this was, like, ruining their childhood. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? Shut up. Like, <laughs> like, it was a fucking good movie. And if you didn't want to see it, you didn't have to see it. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk shit about it, maybe see it before you judge it. But, like, I just... Your movie still exists. Mm-hmm. They did, what, two or three of them, and they're doing another one that's basically pretending like the lady one never happened. So you got what you fucking wanted, and, like, you're hiding behind your fandom and your whatever to basically it's, it's hide the fact really. that you're a misogynist. It's it's gatekeeping at its worst, really. And yes, exactly. I feel like we we could definitely go because I I do want to explore the Ghostbusters uh, thing a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I feel like we could probably fill a whole episode with our feelings oh, on that. Probably. So we yes. should probably get back to the Super Bowl commercials and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? There was another one, and I think it was was it a Budweiser commercial? The the one that was the football commercial where the like the kicker did you uh, the the kicker like he they land a perfect field goal and everyone's like cheering i don't remember who it was oh, for and the name i, I like, wasn't there. sort of remember this but it just okay. like didn't make an impression i don't this, okay so this one wasn't funny but i uh and i think it had an impression on me because it was such a oh no it was a secret commercial and that's gonna, you know. Oh, going, that one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It, yes. It's going to. I, I've already kind of like slipped up and spoiled it a little bit, but like, so it's it's the big game, quote unquote, and they just show like the kicker's foot, and it's an NFL football, and like the, the ball is snapped. You can see people in the audience are like, you know, the fans the are. Like, they're not. Very, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The the people uh, in the stands are like, um, you know, stressing out about it. The kick is up. The kick is good. Everyone's cheering. The player takes off their helmet, and it's a woman. And like everyone, slowly is like record scratch. Yep, woman. And it's like I I love it in execution, but it has that plot hole of like, uh, you would fucking know it was a woman if it was at this stage in the game. Like, <laughs> like you know, it's like they don't just sneak them on the field. Like you know, um, and then it's like pretty much. I, I want to say it's everyone on the field is a woman i don't know for sure they only showed like a couple of ladies Mm -hmm. but like another lady takes off her helmet and then all of a sudden the crowd starts cheering again because they're like you know what it's all right that these ladies are playing in an nfl football game and i was just like you know what secret good call there are going to be a bunch of fucking people on your ass and i'm so sorry that you're gonna have to deal with all these fucking people that are gonna make up all sorts of bullshit excuses as to why, oh, you know, this this commercial is for lib snowflakes or whatever. I don't want to get too into that kind of thing, but like, I really, really enjoyed that commercial, and I think it was a good call for Secret. So good for them. Yeah, I feel like this is another area where we could do like almost a whole episode about it, about mm-hmm. like companies using their advertising for a cause sort of quote unquote or for like a social issue 
Um, because not only was there this commercial from Secret, but then there were also a couple of commercials from uh, Olay that were like something about like women in space or something. They weren't mm-hmm. super clear because it was obviously uh, um, like a tease to make you yeah. want to watch the whole commercial. So I don't know the whole premise, but um, but it definitely had that same sort of like it was the same sort of idea of like, we're going to be talking about these women's personal care products and put feminism in there somehow. And on the one hand, I really like that. And then on the other hand, I have like, I don't know, I have some misgivings about it sometimes. Okay. Um, And so I think that would be a really interesting I think that would be a really interesting topic for the future. Yeah, like... for sure, for sure. We're just giving you all sorts of teases. With th- yeah. These are our Super Bowl teases. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about these eventually, but you won't fucking know when. You'll know when. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know when. But um, yeah, so that those the Olay ones were kind of like, I think I turned my brain off during those just because I was like, oh, these are teasers. So I'm not really going to get any good information mm-hmm. other than like ladies are involved, which is fine, obviously. No problems with that. But I was just like, oh, I kind of was that con- conditioned at that point to really just like pay attention to the ones that were like, I am a clear cut commercial, like, yeah. or at least a commercial yeah. for a commercial. Right. Um, and the ones that were like, you know, like uh, the, going back to the Chris Rock thing, they showed a different one uh, later on where it's a guy who isn't like, in a trailer or something just doing push-ups and then they do alternating arm push-ups and then their head lifts and it's chris rock and this guy guy off camera is just like hey mr rock what do you want to do with these eggs and it was just like 220 2020 and i was like the fuck is this yeah (laughs) like exactly so like exactly so yeah Yeah. it'll be interesting i don't know if i'm gonna watch the super bowl honestly and and i think that's a I think that's a thing that like we thought would be fun to do is just like talk about the commercials because we're both like very much not committed to watching the big game, but uh, not if, at all. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about some more some more of the other ones that were in there. If you have any um, in the notes for them, the other one that I definitely wanted to mention that I thought was maybe my favorite of the whole bunch was a commercial with MC Hammer. Yes. Yes. Oh, there were a couple actually, but mm-hmm. the the first one was just him dancing around and then stealing some Cheetos, which um, I didn't know. I, I was like, I wanted to rewatch it, but I was obviously a little bit on the time crunch, and I was like, I don't know if that was him or if it was just like a stand-in dressed as mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? So I kind of just like right. packed that one away later and then go on. Yeah. So I, you're right. I didn't go back, but then later there was another one, and. It was him, and I'm pretty sure it was him, but again, I'd have to go back and check. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, at a piano, and he's eating the Cheetos, and he, like, s- is going to start playing the piano to start, I think, writing a song, and then realizes that his fingers have Cheeto dust all over them. <laughs> and and he says to himself, you can't touch this. <laughs> And then, like, the shot is so perfectly framed because it goes from, like, a shot, like, you know, just hitting him from the left side to a shot just over the top of the piano as he raises his head and opens his mouth. And then it's, like, 220, 2020. And I was like, fucking yes. That was so good. 
Yes. So I want to see the whole commercial, but I also just love the idea that You Can't Touch This was written about Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> see, we, we, we brought it back because the, the dumb bodega kid wiping his stuff on his shirt. Exactly. Should have realized he should have learned from MC Hammer and go, I can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> we brought it back. We did it. We did it. We brought it full circle. Circle. Full on oh. circle. But All yeah, right, that well, was this might be a good place to move on. And uh unless you have All anything right. else to say about these commercials. No, um, so I mean I've um I, I for the most part I enjoyed them. Like I said, the only ones that I feel like I really didn't enjoy were the ones that were just like the preview commercials because I very quickly was like, okay, these are just gonna be like not necessarily shock value previews, but just like, you'll never guess what wacky shit this has to do with. And then I'll like end up watching the commercial and I'll be like, thanks, Chris Rock. Like, I, I appreciate I appreciate you as, as a comedian and as an actor, but I don't know why I fell for the clickbait on this one. Yep, exactly. But we are definitely like, you know, I don't really feel like that commercials in general get that way, but definitely around like larger events. Like there's not really a, like, like a, a practice of showing like crazy, crazy commercials for like the World Series or the NBA Finals, but there's mm-hmm. definitely those for the Super Bowl, and it's like it's a little interesting to me. I'd like to maybe do a little research on that and figure out like maybe it's maybe it's just because of the wild popularity of the NFL and, and like the la- the lack of us for the NBA and all that other stuff. But why those commercials have gotten to be such a big big deal? But mm-hmm. who knows? I also think it has to do with like it's one game, right? Mm-hmm. So like. True. Very true. The NBA Finals are like a longer thing. The World mm-hmm. Series is a longer thing, and I would assume that ad space around those are like more expensive. But yeah, there's something about the Super Bowl commercials that are just like it. Just it's a thing, and I don't mm-hmm. know why it's a thing, but it's been a thing for a very long time. So now, now, do you think that the Super Bowl commercials have? They, they have helped birth the clickbait culture or do you think that they're just following the trend? Uh, I think that's a good question. Um, I think in some ways they do start trends, um, but I'm not sure if they started a clickbait culture. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean, you could kind of say that like the, there are some memes of our time, you know, because we're mm-hmm. both thirty somethings, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So like the, the, to go back to the Budweiser commercial, like they, like you know, I, I, like a bunch of kids were doing the Budweiser and the WhatsApp, like you know, mm-hmm. there were shirts about it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it permeated in the wrestling culture, which is a story for another time. Um, there were actual wrestlers who were doing like they made the WhatsApp like part of one of their moves. It it's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious in 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 good and bad ways. But like <laughs> you could argue that they they created some memes of our time, and now mm-hmm. they're kind of just like following along, like kind of circling back and being like, "We're catching back up, guys. We promise." You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I sort of I think that's how I feel too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's. Um, Definitely some interesting commercials to watch. Uh, if you are out there listening and you want to be a part of the conversation, you can follow us at ASWAYD. That stands for Amelia and Sherrick. Well, Amelia Sherrick, what are you doing? Because ASWAYD just seems a little silly. Um, <laughs> or you can, I don't know. We could use the hashtag uh, 
A-A-S-W-A-Y-D if you want. You can make that the hashtag in the but the um the Twitter name is A S W A Y D P O D. So A S W A Y D Pod. Um you can follow us there and talk to us about them. Tell us what you think about them. We we wanna we wanna hear from you guys as well. So um, there's that. And uh, before we let you go and let y'all get back to your, you know, morning or afternoon or evening commute or get to let you finish washing the dishes and listening to crime documentaries or whatever, <laughs> I have I have the first official segment for uh, Amelia and Sherrick, What Are You Doing? And it is called, Amelia, What the Fuck Is This? <laughs> I'm so, so excited for this. Uh, so I... Um, I, I'm, unfortunately, I blew uh, I blew the 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 uh, the probably the best version of this uh, by telling her about it when we were in planning. But uh, and I found a picture of somebody who returned four address numbers to Home Depot because they weren't the correct numbers that they needed. Uh, and it was I want to say is four three two and zero, and the the customer returned them because she needed four zero two three or something like that. She needed them in a different. <laughs> so she returned them and I went Amelia what the fuck is this and I, she's like well I don't want to know about them so we can't talk about it but I, I, I gave I gave it the respect it deserves but uh so this this lovely segment is I'm just gonna find some crazy ass shit on the internet and Amelia doesn't know about it and uh we're gonna just unpack it for a second or two yep. Yep. Um, so I went to uh, the the favorite place to find crazy shit on the internet, aka Reddit. Yep. Uh, this is our tales from retail. Uh, this was posted by the user who is AccuShot eight six five. So uh, thank you unintentionally for letting me uh, use this without your permission. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm giving you credit, so you, so there you go. Uh, the title. I'm not going to say what it is because it gives away things. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Uh, I work third shift at a convenience store off a major interstate, so I already get some weird customers, but this one takes the cake. Customer walks in at about 11.45 p.m. and walks back to the beer. They come up to me, placing the 24-pack on the counter. Uh, I scan and check their ID, same as usual, but when I tell them the price, they hand me an index card. I take it and look at it. It's got a bunch of numbers on it. I wait about 10 seconds before I ask, I'm sorry, what is this? The customer says, well, it's my credit card. What and the fuck? <laughs> I say, uh, no, it's not. It's an index card. Customer, well, yeah, but I wrote all the important stuff on there so you can put everything in. Me, no, I can't. These could be the numbers of some random person's credit card. I can't be sure. Customer, but I'm telling you it's my credit card. Me, I'm sorry, but I can't take this gonna pause for a second to let you breathe because there's more how did you know i was holding my breath <laughs> <laughs> i'm learning definitely learning okay so the customer walks away saying they'll be uh, it's saying he'll be back so it is a guy he'll be back with the actual one and that they'll want to speak with my manager when i get back oh, i shrug figuring it's an empty threat to get me to sell them beer and go back to work two hours later so it's AM time now. Yeah. Uh, comes back in, grabs a 24 pack of beer, and struts to the register looking smug. Customer says, I got my credit card now. I scan everything, check ID, and tell them the price. They put a handful of shredded plastic on the counter. The I fuck? Look, I look at the mound of plastic, then at them. Me? Seriously, what is this? Customer, it's my credit card. Me? This is a pile of plastic. Customer, 
I know. I thought it'd be fun to put my card through a shredder. Me. I can't take this. It's obviously trash. Just like this person. Um, <laughs> customer. I, you have to take it. I'm a paying customer. Me. State law says I have the right to refuse service to anyone I choose. Customer. I want to speak to your manager. This is unfair. Me. The manager won't be in for another four hours, which is fuck wild to me because we're talking like mid like you know I, I was gonna say mid morning but that's obviously different like it's like 4 a.m at this point yeah the manager's coming in which is oh my god yikes customer storms out peels off in their car the rest of my shift goes smoothly 20 minutes before my shift ends the manager walks in walks in looking annoyed manager just tell me what happened with the customer i relay what? The, <laughs> i relay the entire story and show them the shredded credit card that the customer left behind the manager looks at me for a second and then says Next time someone does something like this, just tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> so now that you've got the full story, Amelia, the fuck is this? Why? People are idiots. <laughs> I okay. So being in my early to mid thirties, um, mm-hmm grew up with classic Disney movies and I I feel like over the last several years I have never related to Scar from Lion King more (laughs) not totally not completely I I have no interest in taking over a kingdom um but the part where he says I'm surrounded by idiots mm-hmm. is my daily mood. <laughs> and this is just another story that confirms that. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot like <sighs> this reminds me of like the people who like take a picture of their credit card or their gift card and put it online to like be like, oh my god, look, I got my first credit card or whatever. Why is everybody asking me for the code on the back? <laughs> I have seen that one. That's, I just, like, so how good. are you that stupid? Really? I thought it'd be fun to shred my credit card. Yeah, it is fucking fun. But you know what? <laughs> like, do it to an old card. <laughs> I just, I can't. I, uh, why? <laughs> Of course, uh, what you do on Reddit is the opposite of what you, what you would do pretty much anywhere else, unless oh, you go yeah. to some trashy Reddit places. And you read the comments. Uh, the author, AccuShot865, some dude tried to print off an ID and laminate it. Only thing is, there was no writing on the back, and the signature was, pic- signature was pixelated as hell. So, so yeah, that, that, is, uh, that is that lovely segment. Uh, oh, and, uh, I am a- so glad. What a good inaugural. <sighs> I'm hoping that more of them will be like, a, it's just like an image that, or that I get to describe and you'll just like, I will be able to just like, what the fuck is this? As opposed to just like a, a fucking idiot. But like, yeah. Oh my God. The, yes. The go pretty much as well as you would expect it for Reddit, which is yep. like a bunch of people just dunking on this guy. Right. <laughs> and a couple oh of more like, stories about uh, someone photocopying a check and then being like, well, this wouldn't be valid because it's just a copy of the check and not the actual check itself. Like, right. How, what are you doing? 
So, yes. oh my god. So that is officially Amelia. The fuck is this? Um, so I think that's that's um the show kind of at least that's that's number one. Um, yeah. Just some quick stuff for you. Just some quick housekeeping stuff. If you liked the episode, if you want us to do more of these, and you're just like, hey, that was actually not uh, cringy as hell, uh, <laughs> and I enjoyed this. <laughs> Um, you should definitely leave us uh, a five-star review. Uh, I believe we'll be on Apple Podcasts and, and we'll also be on like, you know, Spotify and all those other places where you can get your stuff. Please write a review. Tell us what you think. Constructive criticism is the best way to help us make this show better. So please don't be like, this show was trash. Like, you know, unless you were like, hey, there was trash in the background. Please stop fiddling with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's constructive criticism. Yes. Um, like I said, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at A-S-W-A-Y-D-P-O-D. You can find us there. Um, I believe it's anchor.fm slash A-S-W-A-Y-D. I don't remember if the pod is on the end. I don't think it is. Um, no, it is not. So you can follow us there. Um, trying to think what else. Uh, we're going to start kind of talking about the schedule for it. Um so we'll get to that at some point. Oh, I, I also wanted to mention, we have pets. Uh, you're like, why the hell would you mention that? Uh, I have two parrots. And so you probably heard them during this episode. Uh, you will definitely see good, good pictures of them on our Twitter account. Um, I have two birds. Amelia has two cats. Um, she has named them after Beatles characters. I have one who is pre-named and one who I definitely named after a character in Pokemon. So there you yes. go. Yeah, and in fact, in the middle of this episode, one of my cats started hawking up a hairball. So <laughs> it was pretty quiet, so I don't think that it got recorded, but it was definitely a moment where I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yikes, which one? But it was okay, so Who was it? good. <laughs> Who was it? Was it Pepper? No, it was Penny. It was Penny. Oh, rip. Rip Penny. Um, hey, Amelia, where can they find you uh, on the internet in places that you would be okay with people finding you? <laughs> so basically, my handle for everything is Shake Meets World. Um, and I don't mind if people find me anywhere using that. So, mm -hmm. okay. Um, I can be found uh, very similarly to Amelia. I am a black sparrow pretty much everywhere. A is in the letter, black is in the color, sparrow is in the bird. You can find me on Twitter. Instagram, twitch.tv. Um, I do stream occasionally. I play video games there, so you can find me and you can yell at me about how I was too loud or whatever on this episode and do all that kinds of stuff. Um, and if you want, you can take a look at my like resume because, like I said, I'm an actor at sharecrobinson.com. So, Amelia, this was a lot of fun. We should do this, uh, you know, on like a semi regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> We really should. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I loved this. And I hope that everybody listening like likes it and doesn't find it too awkward or cringy or finds it awkward and cringy in the best way. Yes. And yes, Ooh. please Ooh. let us know what you thought. And yes. And if we should keep doing it. Mm -hmm. And if you do think we should keep doing it, the best way to let us know is to tell your friends, share it, you know, put it on something and be like, hey, these guys are starting out. You should definitely give them a listen, all that kind of stuff. It's super, super helpful. So word of mouth would be super, super appreciated. Tell your friends to give us a, a shot and maybe they'll will become one of their new favorite podcasts. So, yeah. uh, but for now, uh, that's Amelia. 
And that's Sherrick. And this has been Amelia and Sherrick. What are you doing? And we'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.